Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible Berry Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. As we mentioned, uh, we've got the national titles heading to Anima Anamia's Valodrome as of tomorrow. It's home track for our very next guest, uh, Christina Clayman, joining us now. One of our elite cyclists, one of our very, very best sprinters. Uh, but Christina, and I know you're a local, you love this track, you're Sunshine Coast girl, but you are one of those rare cycling beasts that have gone from endurance. To sprinting, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Hi, good morning. How are you going? Good. Um, yeah, yeah, Sunny Coast local. And uh, yeah, I did, didn't make the transition after the 2020 Olympic Games. And you just missed out there, didn't you? And what, what was the qualifying that you just missed out and how close were you in endurance? Yeah, so I was part of the women's track endurance squad. Um, just missed out there. So I was uh, first reserve for the mm. Tokyo Olympic Games. Uh, I was then kind of left with the choice of uh, what I was going to do and where I was going to go. The, um, the kind of the way that the system worked at the time is that I wouldn't be offered another contract. So I really had to think about my options and um, I was given an opportunity with Sprint and then uh, went went there. And you've been untouchable virtually uh, ever since the Sprint, the care <laughs> and the time trial. You've made it your own, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's been good. <laughs> Yeah, see, what I wanted to know, though, in the times that I have spoken to Anna, you cycle, you sprinters are a, are a rare breed. She said, look, I can go 500 faster than anyone in the world, but I, I fall off at 501 metres. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like that. It's a very niche skill set. So we spend a lot of our time uh, in the gym building muscle to be able to pedal the bike um, fast, and then we, we do some track efforts as well. But... Kind of the way I explain it to people is it's kind of like we're weightlifters that put our, put our power through a bike. Mm. Yeah, and Paddy said it was, it was rare, your your transfer from endurance to, to sprint. Is it rare or is it is that done be like a lot? Um, we have seen it done a little bit. It's probably, I, I, I wouldn't say it's common, um, mm. but yeah, there is some people that have, uh, successfully been able to transition. We look at Elise Andrews from New Zealand. She made the transition as well. Um, yeah, definitely not not an easy transition. It's probably easier to transfer the other way. But um, yeah, I, uh, I saw an opportunity and um, kind of went went with it. Yeah, well yeah. and Anna, when I speak to her, she can break down what you do in the gym to the, all the science of it. It's fascinating about how much you can generate through the power of your legs. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what we train on a day-to-day basis. So we're in the gym, we're, um, you know, pushing huge weights, um, you know, making our 
you know, backs and core and, and legs all strong to be able to hold ourselves up on the bike. Mm. And uh, do you do you uh, measure regularly your progress in strength? Um, like, for example, would you know now your vertical jump, like, uh, you know, when you are starting out? Yeah, I know. Um, I know Anna did a – it's a bit of an iconic – SBS thing that she did yeah. um, where she did a vertical jump and it, it, I think it just kind of gave light on the power and to see that in you know a height was a pretty phenomenal but um, I mean I probably wouldn't know my vertical jump but we do have metrics to be able to track it for sure. Okay but but to our listeners have you got any metric that you could tell them well I do this or Anna does that What? how high was that vertical jump? Ah <sighs> couldn't tell you, but I, I can tell you that I'm squatting. So, I mean, a lot of people do a basic movement as a squat. Yeah. So at the moment, I'm squatting about 140 kilos. Oh, boy. Oh boy. <laughs> that's, that's very that's impressive. heavier than pain harsh on your back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's good because I love trying to trying to equate top-level athletes with, with a normal person, you know. Um, and and the, a vertical jump, it's a measure of what you can touch on a wall, but how high your feet are off the ground. Is that is that what a vertical jump measurement is? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, it's an awesome – and you look at some of the basketballers or, you know, some, some sports that they're just phenomenal at it. But, uh, yeah. Mm. What, what about body type for you? Like going from uh, endurance to sprinting, you've bulked up, I suppose, in quads and lower body. Is that a difference to what you had before? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when I was an enduro to uh, to when I'm a sprint rider now, I'm sitting about seven kilos difference in body weight. And that body, that difference in body weight is coming from muscle mass. So it looks very different on me, um, you know, and to see those muscles grow and to see kind of um, the the journey that I've been on has been a little bit confronting at times, but um, I mean, overall, I'm, I'm really proud of it. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, with this switch around, I mean, your reinvention, it's just been spectacular because as I said, you've been virtually untouchable. Now, where, where do these titles sit on your Olympic journey? How important are they for you to perform well over the next few days at, uh, out there at Chandler, and and then what? And then I know you've got Nations Cup, and apart from that, there's not a whole heap left, is there? Before you go to Paris, yeah, yeah. So we have been on a bit of a points. So to get into the Olympic Games, we need to get points. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm not sure how other sports work, but how cycling works is uh, we need to qualify the nation, and uh, we do that by going to Nations Cups and getting. Uh, you know, these much needed points. So uh, I guess nationals is an opportunity for us to ride on a really good velodrome. So the Anamir's velodrome is fantastic to ride on. I always get so excited to come back and ride on it. Um, And then we are able to go to Nations Cup. So aside from that, so nationals is probably more of a selection piece than it is a points piece. And um, from there we go to Nations Cups and then we actually qualify the nation. Okay, I've I've got you. Now, there would be, I would imagine, a burning within this team because Tokyo wasn't great for our track cycling squad, was it? Look, it could have been better. Um, But, yes, I I think what you're about to say, there is a burning desire to to change that around. Um, It's very exciting 
the way that I'm looking at it. We've got the so I, I train day in day out with the men's team sprint. Mm-hmm. They were world champions, former world champions, uh, and it's really them versus the Dutch at the moment. So uh, we're hoping to come away with an Olympic gold medal for them. Uh, and then for me, it's it's an exciting opportunity in Sprint and Kieran to um, to be able to show what we can do and showcase the progress we've made from Tokyo, really. Yeah, and being, well, the main problem with Tokyo was that you weren't there. And so, <laughs> exactly right. Now, what about uh, what? What is your schedule over the next uh, five days? How many you know heats and and whatever races have you got to complete? Yeah, so at nationals, so the national championships, I'm racing uh, everything, which will be very busy. Um, but yeah, so we've got the Kieran racing tomorrow. We then go into sprint the next day. We've got the 500 meter time trial. I then think we have a day off, and then we go into team sprint on the Tuesday. What is the most exciting to go and watch if I was going to go out one day and try to catch you on the velodrome? I mean, I'm incredibly biased because <laughs> I think track cycling is a fantastic sport to watch. It's fast, it's fun, um, you know, and you see a range of different races and formats. So the way that it works with us and the boys at the moment is, uh, you know, the day that I race sprint, boys race Kieran and, and vice versa. Okay. So you'll get a range of different races to to come and watch. On any day. So to the uninitiated who are listening to this, and we're giving away some tickets to the Nationals uh, in the show, what would your top speed be uh, towards the end of a sprint? Yeah, so we might get up to 65, 67 k's an hour. Boy. On a slope. And, and you know, anyway, it was easy... was that always easy to control, you know, going from road cycling and longer distance to that? Yeah, it, it definitely takes a little bit of coordination okay. to be able to handle a bike at, at you know, around, like just just touching on that 70K an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, it's scary. Hey, Christina, great to chat. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're encouraging as many as they uh, can get out there because it is it is just a spectacular sport to watch. It's, it's, it's stunning to watch and... They don't realise how big that slope is just before you head in, head down to the main straight, do they? No. Yeah, and each each track is different. So, um, you know, we're, we're working at angles about, you know, 40, 46, 47 degrees. So, yeah, it's, it's got quite a slope on it. And we're, we're in the lounge room going, what's she doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> what about studies, uh, Christina? Do you put them on hold? You are doing a degree uh, or you have been doing a degree at Griffith? Yeah, so I've, I've graduated, which, oh, um, which was a nice little feet to tick off. Uh, but yeah, I was at the Griffith University uh, and I was working closely with the um, athlete program there. So Naomi McCarthy, who's uh, OAM, she does. Um, she was in water polo yeah. in the 2000 Olympics off the top of my head. Um, she has a great athlete program. So I was able to work with her and uh, be able to kind of juggle, juggle the two. Well done. Well yeah. done. Yeah, formerly Naomi Castle. Um, she is. You're right. I've I've worked with her a little bit before. She is fantastic. Hey, Christina, we're going to let you go. We really appreciate your time today. You've got a busy few days coming up, and we're encouraging all our listeners. If you've got a bit of spare time, get out there to the Velodrome, to Anamia's Velodrome out at Chandler. You're going to love watching these superstars perform, and all the best in an Olympic year. Obviously, thanks, Christina. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys.